Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to Atlanta Baseball Talk, your weekly podcast for all things Atlanta Braves. Atlanta Baseball Talk, show number 500. Woo! We, we made it. We did it. Thank goodness we didn't go to the World Series and have to do all those extra shows. Yes, really? that we could never hear, that we would never publish. <laughs> right, exactly. All right, today is Sunday, October 25th, 2020, and my name is Steve. I'm joined by both Hammy and Curtis. And folks, please help out the show by telling your friends, sharing links, and writing reviews if you do it. The Dodgers will stage another clown show in Game 5, and it will star Cody Bellinger and Justin Turner this time. Sweet. <laughs> that inning was just the greatest. It that really play. was. There was part of me, though, that wanted the Dodgers to steamroll the Rays to show that we were the second-best team in all of baseball. There was that part of me. But now, since that's passed, I want the Dodgers to lose. Yeah. No, and I I've, get the I've whole, like, you, you want to root for the eventual champion because, you know, because... Makes you look better. Right. I just despise them. God, I hate them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's like people that are like, oh, I'm going to root for Alabama to win another championship because they play in the SEC. I'm like, (laughs) what? (laughs) (laughs) All right. In tonight's show, we will look back at the NLCS, our favorite moments of 2020, and make some predictions about next year. But first, a quick break. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So guys, we've had a week to digest it all. Now that you've had some time away from it, what are some of your thoughts about that week of baseball? Ham, why don't you start? Uh, I have a lot. Um, the The biggest one is that we have a complete team. Like the the whole rebuild, it's it's almost done. Like with Anderson and Wilson and Wright and Pache here, um, you know, and obviously all the other guys. Um, like, like we're, we're legit and, and we're here and, and yeah, it's set up for a while for a long, long time. And we get into all this later on, but like, um, you know, and that we were, we, that, that we weren't better than the Dodgers this year. I mean, I think we were just a little bit worse than them. I don't think that they owned us. I don't think we collapsed. I mean, we did technically, but like, um, we did blow a lead. Um, but I think the Dodgers were just, they just were a little bit deeper, a little bit more mature. I think their lineup was a little bit sounder. So I don't think we were as good as the Dodgers, but we are here. We're going to see a lot of Braves Dodgers postseason series for years to come. Um, and it was great. And, and we weren't even our full strength. Um, you just can squint your eyes just a little bit and look into, 
you know, a season next year where you have a rotation of Soroka Freed, Anderson, Wright, Wilson just mowing people down um, and being pretty dominant behind an offense that is the same offense that was here this year, you know, maybe minus some key players, which we'll talk about later. But I mean, we're just, I was just really heartened by it as much as I, you know, especially after the sting of the loss wore off, I'm so pumped for the future of Braves baseball in a real way, in a real way. You know, like aside from the obvious stuff, like, you know, marriages and kids and all that stuff, like playoff baseball with your team doing well is just as good as it gets, you know, and we, we haven't had it for 20 years and to get that, I mean, well, starting it off by winning seven straight, um, it was just, it was as thrilling as, uh, baseball as I can remember. I mean, the living and dying with each pitch and each at bat and that building and building as, you know, we went farther and farther, it was just the greatest. And, and, you know, I think because we got it and it just felt like such a gift, it kind of made me um, less uh, whatever gutted by not getting over the hump, um, you know, blowing three one, um, you know, yeah, blowing totally. that that minter start. Um, you know what I mean? Like, look, we had our opportunities. Ham, I agree with you. The Dodgers were a little bit better. Yeah. And the longer the series went the more that was going to show. And we had a couple of snafus and just a little brain fart here. I mean, you know, it's a game of inches and it just, the ball, it didn't break our way, but the, you know, they were a little bit better, but you're right, Steve. I mean, I've had a lot of, you know, people I talked to who were trying to convince me, like, aren't you gutted, but you were up two nothing. You were up three, one, you know, you had them where you wanted them. And I, and I wasn't, I mean, I, they're, they're right. We, all those things are true. Um, and it is an Atlanta sports team. You know, I mean, it fits the profile. Um, yeah. And of course, you know, the Falcons came back, you know, today to just remind us what Atlanta sports teams do. But this, it just, this team felt different. And maybe it's because um, how much we gutted through just to get to this point to do all that, you know, first time winning since 1999 that you spoke of. And, and the future is bright. It is bright. Curtis, where have you been now the week has passed? Uh, yeah, a, a lot of that stuff too. I mean, I, I will say that that my disappointment has sort of um, cultivated itself. Uh, there's no doubt that the Braves were shorthanded. Um, you know, as I've thought more about Acuna and his lack of ability to do anything, you wonder how hurt he might have been. Obviously, there was that play where he tripped over first or stumbled over first and landed on his wrist, which I think was the wrist that was bothering him. So I don't know how much that impacted him. Obviously, we didn't have Soroka throughout the entire series. But it still is a situation where 2-0 and in the championship series, those teams are now 29-4. and So... You also had leads in two of the last three games that you blew. So it's not 28 to three. It's not Georgia blowing a national championship. Um, but it, it does sort of feel like, you know, we look back and think of the 91 team and how excited just because of the, you know, the dearth of opportunities we had had with a professional sports team to do anything. And then the Braves made it to that World Series and it was so exciting and it was so amazing. And they even had a parade for the Braves after they lost to the Twins because people were just so rapturous about 
the fact that we had a team that had made it to that stage and we knew it was set up for the long term, like you guys have said. But that doesn't mean that you can't go back and look at the World Series against the Twins, who might have been a better team than we were at that time, slightly, ever so slightly better, and that we didn't have opportunities to win that series. And so... Yeah, the Dodgers are probably better. They certainly were deeper. And I mean, you kind of look at some of the numbers and they just wore the Braves down. I think the the right start I saw the Braves pitch 200 more than 250 pitches in that game. It just it's unsustainable at that point and to have to not have a day off that you can expect that they're going to survive that and they didn't. Um but yeah, I mean, I'm still disappointed, but I'm super excited about what lies ahead for the Braves? I, they, I think they're going to be dominant, not just like good, but really amazingly good. Yeah. Look, we had no room for error, you know, and, and we had talked about that heading into the series. And I'm not even talking about like the base running blunders in game seven. Um, but like Freed's three run first inning in game six, we, we kind of couldn't overcome it. You know, Anderson's three innings of two run ball in game seven. Like we needed we needed dominant otherworldly performances like we had gotten earlier in the series. You know, Minter and Martin not being perfect in game seven. Like we couldn't overcome that. Mm-hmm. Right. Will Smith in game six, whatever the Will Smith, yeah, the Will Will Smith, Smith. matchup was exactly. not being able and, to get that out there. Yeah. And God, we, I mean, we talked about it all through the first couple of series that as bad as Will Smith looked during the regular season, it, you know, the light came on starting with game one against Cincinnati. And he was like untouchable. It was, it was what we had signed for three years. And then, you know, he had a couple of bad moments toward the end and we're focusing so much on pitching, but the offense let the team down too. You know, I mean, Acuna batted 167, no homers scored a total of six runs across seven games when your leadoff batter scores six runs across seven games, it's not really great. No. Um, Ozuna, if you remove his explosion in game four with the two homers and the four hits, I mean, amazing. But games one through three and five through seven, he went four for 24 with one extra base hit. Freddie went one for seven in the last two games. Darno batted 174 with he no was extra bad, base. yeah. He drove in three across seven games. Our cleanup hitter. Um, so there were factors. Mark Akers you know, was and we still a non-factor. Won. What's of course. that? Mark Akers was, was a non-factor, right? We talked about him hey, in every game. don't sleep on that seeing eye triple hammy. <laughs> well, sort of the whole bottom of the lineup. Yeah. yeah. And obviously Duvall getting hurt. He wasn't doing anything, but you never know. I mean, you, you, you look at seasons or a series that guys have that were great, like Darno's. And then he disappears. You never know if Duvall might have had a three-game stretch or something where he was just totally dialed in. No doubt about it. And, you know, the flip side of that is we got we got the start of the Pache era. Right. Which I'm not saying, you know, necessarily helped us or hurt us, although he had some great ABs and drove in some runs. Um, but just that, you know, that added that added an element to the series, which, you know, was kind of awesome and a glimpse into the future. Yes. Um, yeah. But boy, it would have been it would have been nice. As a side note, it would have been nice to be in the World Series. <laughs> <laughs> it really would be. Thought it, that was going to happen. I was there. I know. It would. It would have made this past last week so much better. I was like, oh yeah. There's in an alternate world. You know, if Dansby doesn't 
charge home on that hard, you know, the grounder and Riley doesn't come behind him, then maybe I'm watching baseball this week. Oh, that's not happening. That's right. Yeah. Well, so look, not, you know, whatever. I, I don't want to sound like it's about us or whatever. Right. But there was part of me that as you know, particularly when they took the three, one lead, the three, one lead, I was like, Oh my God, we're going to have our final season and the Braves are actually going to go to the world series. And we're confident they can beat either one of the American league teams. And then once they lost game six and I was like, Oh God, yeah. if we don't win. Then we have a, our wrap up show of game seven is four ninety nine, and it all lines up for the final show. If we want it to be, to be 500, it seems written in stone that we're going to lose now. Like I really had that. I really had that. thought. Don't worry. There we will did, be a show beyond this week. This is yeah, not the last show. People. And based on some reaction over the years from Twitter and from our biggest fan on Facebook, we have so much power over what happens with the Braves. Well, yes. Well, we all know that's true. We do have that hotline to them. <laughs> all right, guys. So, look, let's look back at 2020 with as abbreviated as it was, had some really amazing moments. So, um, Curtis, let's start with you. What was your favorite moment of the season? Then we'll get to favorite series. Well, I don't know if I'm allowed to do um, postseason as my favorite moment of the season. Um, but you did not I've... read the fine print, Kurt. Right. I'm not a big fine printer. Um, I think my favorite moment was the walk off of game one against the, the Reds and that Trevor Bauer game, just because we talked about it. How that was a game that the Braves had lost for the past 12 years or whatever, 15 years in the playoffs. And it just seemed like it was a, a moment that was shifting that the outlook for the Braves in the postseason, And it, to an extent proved uh, fortuitous for a while that it actually did shift the, the outcomes and the Braves obviously went on to have this great postseason run, but um, you know, it was a very fun season and this was an incredibly rootable team. It, this was one of the, it, it's almost too bad. It was such a short season because the team was so much fun and had so many great characters on it that to have it only go 60 games was sort of sad. Yeah. So, yes, uh, I mean, I had I, I had sort of cheated and, and did a regular season and a postseason one. And, yeah, absolutely. I had the I had winning game one against the Reds. Um, my other was that video of Freddie returning to the field, you know, just a couple of days for the regular season. We we're going to start. And there was that video of him coming up the tunnel and walking onto the field and just saying to no one in particular, maybe just to himself, this is wonderful. I don't know if you guys remember that, but he was just so happy to be back. Um, I just, I just love that. It was, it was, you know, sort of foreshadowing for the regular season. Ham, what do you got? Um, I mean, I don't know if I uh, said so my dog has a couple of votes too, but I don't know if um, it's a moment, but it's the Ian Anderson debut game against the Yankees. And just um, that, that moment uh, you know, a the moment when, when it's a you know doubleheader against the Yankees, we had just we had been swept by them, um, you know, in a two game series just you know just before, um, and the moment and and also just all of our future sort of like pinned on can this guy be good? Can this guy be dominant? And or is he going to be like all of those other guys that came and went through here? You know, um, all those people who we pinned hopes on. Um, 
and just inning after inning of him dominating against, you know, against the Yankees um, and just having one of those starts all, you know, and ending up going six innings and throwing one hit. Um, that was, that was the, I don't know, that was a highlight of the season for me was that, yeah. you know, that day. And so I'll take that one and, and, and uh, segue into favorite series of the season because that was mine. Yeah. Man, that, that two game doubleheader with the Yankees. Right. So not only Anderson, all the stuff you said, you know, Acuna hitting that leadoff homer against Cole. Um, and then Freed in the nightcap also going six innings, one earned. I mean, that was litmus test stuff. And we had looked so bad. But it was like a week before or two yeah, weeks before. Think, it was, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. And, you know, that was when, like, they had called up Bryce Wilson. Um, it was a, I want to say it was like a Tukey start in New York or or maybe a... a Inoa start and we we were just embarrassed up in New York. I mean, it was just terrible. Two weeks before, um, yeah, we lost nine to six and six to three. Yep, two weeks before. And then it was like, like you said, I mean, it was a brand new season watching uh, Anderson and and Freed go back to back like that. I mean, it was just it was sort of a piv- a pivot moment for the whole season for the team. It was. Um, I mean, yeah, especially when you know. <laughs> it, our season was just falling apart like it was it was just like i mean there was a tale of two seasons and had anderson not been who he was we're not we don't get to show 490 you know yeah yeah exactly <laughs> that's right um so curtis what, what was your favorite series yeah I, I you know that it's along those lines because um we always i always want to see how the braves match up and it seems like they've struggled um kind of having to play interdivision games um, against the big American League teams. I know they did really well against the Twins last year, but, you know, like taking on the Yankees, we always seem to sort of collapse in those situations. So after as bad as we looked in those two games up in New York to come back and win those two in Atlanta, and we also did the same with Tampa, right? I mean, we lost. Yep. I feel like we got totally outclassed when we were down in Tampa, and then and then when they came to Atlanta, we played them much tougher um, so all those series, I mean, you know, obviously watching us single-handedly knock the Phillies and the Mets and the, the Nationals out of the playoffs every single time we took a series from them was pretty great too. But I think, yeah, I think that Yankees one was, was really at the top. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, the, the, eight, the, the Rays was my second one because of, um, I mean, I think the Yankees was sort of the slam dunk that we all said, you know, that Rays just because we bounced back Curtis and it was like, you know. If we're, this is the World Series caliber. Like, can we beat a team like this? And this is before, obviously, Soroka had gotten hurt. Um, right, sorry but, to bring but, that up. But we matched up. We did, but we came back and we took two from them and we're like, no, we, you know, the, it was, so it was very heartening. For me, um, you know, a, 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 another close runner up was that Red Sox series. It was our, uh, it's the one where Ozuna had three homers and then oh, the next yeah. night Duval had three homers. It was our only three game series sweep of the season it was actually other than those two games um you know between the rays and the yankees that we just talked about that's the only series we swept all season so that was um we were peaking then we really were that yeah the offense was just in another stratosphere yeah that's great i love it yeah um all right so team mvp i'll start um i mean you know like it's freddie right of course 
led the team in war, all the slash line categories, weighted runs created. Of course, it's probably going to be the National League MVP. But, Ham, it kind of harkens back to something you said earlier for me, that a close second is Ian Anderson because he mm. did save the season and allowed the team to have a real legitimate like postseason aspirations. Yeah. I mean, we had one starting pitcher before that, before that game. I mean, it was a joke. Yeah. So, I mean, I have a set mind is along those veins. Um, I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. I mean, that was a turning point in the season where, I mean, not only, you know, I think we probably were going to get to the postseason. Right, just because oh, of right. the but yeah. there's no way we get to where we where we are now with Ian Anderson. Yeah. Um, so I was gonna if if I if I if yeah, I may not to step on curse, but um, yeah. So Freddie, you know Freddie leading off an inning, his slash line was four thirty six, four seventy six, seven eighteen, and and that was in I mean like thirty nine at bats. He led off some innings. Um, he was a monster. So here's here's a um. I guess a question for maybe looking forward. Do you like Freddie at second versus as third in the lineup? Like as a, as a permanent thing? Uh, I do. I mean, I liked it. I liked it once uh, Snicker put him there uh, for 2021. It kind of depends. And we're going to get to the Ozuna yeah. question a little later, but who's that, who's that protection behind him? Who's number three I mean, and number four. Yeah. Cause he's, right. I mean, Batting second, he slashed 395, 12, 690, and 100 at bats. He crushed it. I mean, he the, he won the MVP batting second this season. So for yeah. me, though, um, for me, I think the MVP is freed, really. I mean, I think um, we needed him to be our eight when as we ground on and ground, you know, and try to fill sort of sort out the back end of the rotation we needed him so he could not falter he had to the be back an ace end, you mean the other four the whole <laughs> rest of the, exactly <laughs> i mean we the value that he gave this team is i don't think i mean maybe freddie doesn't have the mvp season but there's a lot of other you know i think the offense was as we know pretty pretty great but i think without freed it's a completely different season, not regular season beyond. I mean, we needed him to be great every start, and he he did. You know, I mean, he faltered down there. You know, he got tired and his lost himself on his on his fastball. His back started acting up, all that stuff. But um, but he, Anderson was here by then. Yeah, I mean, he carried the team. He was the MVP for me. It, I mean, it's a great call because yeah. I mean, people will often define ace not only as like your best pitcher or whatever, but the guy that stops a losing streak and you can just depend to dominate and he really did all that he did yeah he yeah he he, he in a season where you the, he was the only good pitcher i mean he had to be great and he lived up to it you know it was a lot of pressure and he did it and in the postseason too i mean you mentioned he wasn't stellar throughout but he was had a lot of great moments yep. and no offense to tommy malone by the way but freed really was the guy that kept it together. <laughs> yes. Um, Curtis, how about you? Um, I, I, all those guys. Um, and obviously it's Freddie, but um, I think an argument can be made for Ozuna. Um, certainly solidifying the offense um, with Donaldson leaving huge question marks about Ozuna coming in here, how he had a terrible spring really was not terrific for St. Louis last year. Um and, you know, how motivated would he be and motivated enough that he had 
you know, he'll have a top five MVP season this year. It just so happens that Freddie was otherworldly. Um, and Travis Darno was a huge piece of this puzzle, too. Um, I don't know that we are anywhere without either one of those guys. Obviously, Freed and Ian Anderson shorting up the starting rotation was incredible, incredibly pivotal for this whole thing. But um, those two offensive pieces being added to it really kind of cranked our offense into a realm that we haven't seen it in quite a while. And boy, to support the whole spring training stats don't matter. But Ozuna was like frighteningly terrible. Yeah, he had like one hit or something. He had one hit. And I was I remember listening to the I happened to be listening to the game on the radio and it was a total like flare seeing eye bloop into no man's land in shallow center. Like it was it was not like something to build on particularly. Um, yeah, amazing. Uh, Ham, who's your team LVP? Um, it's Ender. <laughs> you know, I was, I, still. It's, it's still, I was trying to like, cause I think we, I think he was, uh, I think maybe Fulty was the runner up at, at the, the break at the mid season break, but, um, Ender was just horrible and he got, um, I'm just, you know, I mean, he got a hundred. Well, no, he got a hundred and thirty-one plate appearances. Like he took plate appearances away. It wasn't like he was just here for a little while. He was here for a significant amount. He slashed one ninety, two sixty-two, two fifty. Struck out on in in the on deck circle. Um, yeah, he he played in the seventh most number of games of anyone, and it's, like it's an atrocity. You know, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, negative war. He was a Fangraphs yeah. had him in. At negative point six, war. I mean, I got into looking at Marcakis and just how it seemed like he never had a meaningful hit. He did have that one homer when he came back. You know, the day he came back, and but remember, Marcakis was really good for like three or four weeks. Yeah, which and I know was just most of the season, of- and he fell off a cliff and into the postseason, right? And like just so <laughs> many empty at bats in the postseason where we could have used yeah. him. Um, really. So yeah, you know that so. Ender of like the regulars, Ender had the lowest batting average, lowest slugging. He 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 only beat out Camargo uh, for OBP. Like M- Camargo, a, a runner up, by the way. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Curtis, do you have anyone different? I hate to say because it's a guy we've just sort of piled on the whole time, but I, I still sort of think it's faulty. I mean, we will cover some of our um predictions for the season that we did at the beginning of the season and you know there were some high expectations that we had coming off the second half of last season for for faulty and i don't know if he was if he's ill or something that he came in and he was so skinny and all that kind of stuff but he just gave us nothing and really between he and newcomb it's not even felix hernandez leaving us it's two guys that had been part of this team and just Contributed nothing. And yeah, his absence had long tails for a couple of months, for sure. God, it's looking at these stats. I sort of forget people that were on this team, like Matt Adams. Who, who, who I, I forget. I forget that Matt Adams was on this team and that Jules Shaken. I mean, I, I I remember, but then I'm like, God, I totally Jules. forgot that Jules Shaken had a start for us, and that and that Matt Adams had like 38 at bats for us oh, this year and did not recapture lightning in a bottle. Did not. Oh boy. 
All right, guys. So um, we're going to review the 2020 predictions for the team that we made at the start of the season. But first, a quick break. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right. So, Curtis, on the last show um, before the regular season started, we made a bunch of predictions. So let's walk through those and see who won. Right. Uh, so um, first question was most homers, at the, basically the who would have the third most homers on the team. We assumed that Freddie and Acuna would have the most homers on the team, which they did not. Um, but that was the basis for the question. So the, we were predicting who would be the third. Um, Ham picked Ozzy. Um, I picked Austin Riley and Steve picked Ozuna. Well, Ozuna, Ozuna did have the most homers on the team. So Steve won sort of by default. The second most homers on the team. Anybody want to take a guess who had the second most homers on the team? I'm looking right now, so I'm not going to guess. Ham, you want to guess? Unless you're looking. I'm not looking. I want to say Dansby. Adam Duvall. Uh. 16 homers. Um, Next question. Highest OBP, Dansby or Ender? (laughs) Please tell me I didn't pick Ender. Please tell me I yeah, didn't no, pick Ender. Please tell me. <laughs> uh, we all picked Dansby. Yeah. Yes. Right. We all get. We all will have at least one right by the time this yes. is over. And I think Steve we're all Dansby have... only beat him three forty-five to uh, two seventy-two. Yeah. <laughs> Negative. I think so we're Steve all going to have a groaner pick coming up. Yeah. At least I know I have one. Steve coming. is Steve is two and zero. Oh. Right at this point. Uh, highest slugging, Camargo or Riley? Of course, this is when we were still debating the third base situation and who was going to have the most starts. Um, Steve and Hamilton both picked Johan Camargo. I yes. picked Austin Riley. Nice. And it was Austin Riley. 415 um, to 367. Yes. Uh, over and under on Ozuna homers, the number was 12. We've already covered that. Of course, Ozuna hit 18. Steve and and I went over. Ham went under with 10. Yes. Oh, Crushing this. Ham was still all, he's going to ruin the clubhouse chemistry. Yeah. Noting that Ham's got one right, and it was that he picked Dansby over Ender at yes. this point. Yes, yes. Um, lowest ERA, Soroka, Freed, or Fulte? Oh, Here we go with okay. our faith. That question is Fulte. fraught, looking back at it. It aged so well. Yes. Um, so I picked Soroka, which seemed good until it wasn't. Um, Steve got it right and picked Max Freed. And Ham went with our friend Fulte. I think I said I was all in on Fulte. All in. It's going to have an amazing bounce back season. Yep. Yep. Right. 
And that didn't Team happen. Saves. Define bounce back. Bounce back yes. to bounce back to triple A. <laughs> right. Bounce back to his high school weight. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Perfect. LVP of the satellite team, <laughs> Fulte. Oh. Um, most team saves. Steve and I went with Will Smith, which would have been most homers given up by a reliever. <laughs> and Ham went with uh, Melanson and got the his second yes. correct answer. Um, over and under wins versus the Nationals. Uh, the uh, it was five and a half, five point five. We all went over, and I think we went six and four against the Nationals. Steve, isn't that right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Uh, over and under wins against the Yankees. The number was two. We played four games against the Yankees, and this created quite a problem because we all wanted to pick the split, except maybe me. Uh, Steve went over, I went under, and Ham went under, and the answer was the split. We went two and two against them, so nobody gets that one right. Um, and then we picked first and second in the National League East. Um, Steve and I went Braves Phils. Ham went Braves Mets, and of course it was Braves Marlins. How did that happen? Really? Okay. Phils. <laughs> I mean, my God, half the frigging league made the playoffs, and the Phillies couldn't. <laughs> it's like it was like an NBA season. <laughs> yeah, I th- I still think they were better than the Mets, though. Right. So I, I predicted a big Joe Girardi bounce, and that. <laughs> Did not happen. And then yeah. the Giants almost made it with Gabe Kapler as their manager, more so than the Phils almost made it after they had fired him. Uh, so then we picked our division winners and our wild card, which we really didn't pick enough wild card teams. Steve went Braves, Reds, Dodgers, Phils, Brewers. So he got the Braves and the Dodgers right. The Reds, of course, were a wild card team. Uh, did the Brewers make the wild card? No. Didn't they do a playing game? They did. Uh, Rays, Twins, A's, Yanks, Astros for a perfect five for five in his American League picks. I don't know who the other two wildcard teams were. Uh, I went Braves, Cards, Dodgers, Mets, Cubs. So I sort of got, I got two and then Cubs were the, um, winner in the central cards made it as a wildcard team. Yankees, Twins, Astros, Rays, and Angels. I'm going to pick the Angels Really, until the show ends, which <laughs> hey, two episodes. We got one more show. One more show. Right. They are also waiting for us to finish the show, so they can do great things. Um, Ham. Uh, no, sorry, that was Ham. I was Braves, Brewers, Dodgers, Phils, Reds, Yankees, Twins, Angels, <laughs> Rays, Astros. Uh, Steve for this World Series went Braves, Rays with the Braves winning. Ham is the only one with the team still alive because no. he hates the Braves. Well, he the pitched. Rays are still alive. Oh, right. Yes, you're right. Uh, Ham picked Dodgers over Yankees, and I picked Braves over Yankees. So Steve sort of ran away with it. Yeah. Uh, Steve had 13, I had 10, and Ham had 7. Wow. In y'all's faces. In the face. Way to go out on top, Steve. (laughs) Thank you. All right. Off-season prediction lightning round. Okay. Okay. Ham, you're up first. The Braves sign a free agent starting pitcher in the off-season. Yes. Any prediction? I think it's Trevor Bauer. Oh, you're mad. Okay, Curtis? <laughs> uh, yes, I think it's somebody like um, Taewon Walker. No, I, I don't think it's Trevor Bauer. Actually, I don't think it's Trevor Bauer. I went back. <laughs> I was going back and forth, but no, it's they no because they, they're not going to sign someone to a long term deal. They're gonna get. They're gonna do a vet for like a, a one one year deal. And so right, Marcus, and that's what I think. I do think they sign someone. It's going to be James Paxton or Quintana. It's going to be that kind of. Oh, thing. Steve, how dare you? You missed your best friend. 
I know, I know, I know Strowman's out there, <laughs> but I think that he, you know, Strowman may get like, Strowman may be the second biggest signing a- after Bauer. And I just don't think they're going to do that. I think they're going to go on the cheap. Um, okay. So Curtis, Austin Riley is the team's third baseman on opening day, 2021. Absolutely. Uh, he made sort of minor strides offensively, but he showed that his defense is really quite amazing. Um, so I can't even imagine that it's a conversation that they're going to have. It's Riley all the way. Uh, I agree with that, Hammy. I agree. All right, Ham, Ozuna is a member of the team on opening day 2021. No. I agree. They are not signing him. Curtis? I would caveat it if the DH is implemented in the National League, there's a better chance. But I'm betting that it's the same as the Josh Donaldson deal. They're even I, I was watching Grant McCauley on the news today, and he was saying that he thinks the Braves should try and get in early and set a price and see if Ozuna will just take it. But I think he's going to get offered crazy money by some well, National League team. I mean, some American a, League team. And there was a story a couple of days ago that indicated there is no DH coming to the National League next year. So... Which seems silly. Well, it does seem silly. Okay. So, Curtis, if not Ozuna, what bat do they sign in free agency? Um, I, you know, I think that um, maybe like, um, what's the guy's name? Um, Bradley? Brantley? Michael um, Brantley. That was actually, that's actually my prediction as well. Um, you know, and I think that there's a possibility that they even reapproach Yasiel Puig. That was my guess. That's what I was going to say. That's, That's my shot in the dark. Can I, like I say that. that? I like it. That's good. Um, all right. So speaking of shot in the dark, right? We had intended, I had intended, it's really on me to reference the NLCS picks on Twitter over the past week, which I didn't. I needed a little, I need a little space from the NLCS. Um, but no one hit. Neither did we. Um, <laughs> you should just do it that way every time. Yeah, that's right. So we're out of time. Okay, you so all lost. Yeah. <laughs> no koozies. This, we're going to end this season wrap up like we do every year with an off season shot in the dark. Before we start, I went back and looked at what our end of 2019 shots in the dark were for oh, yeah. the off season. Mine was that both Bryce Wilson and Austin Riley would be traded in the off season. Not so close. Glad you were wrong. Curtis, you predicted that the Braves would sign a big money free agent, which, you know, I mean, I guess Ozuna is. At nah, least, that's you know, not yeah. what I was thinking. There. It's yeah. not what. Yeah. But Hammy's is the best. Oh, God. Fulty will win the side. I probably <laughs> did. Probably did. Hammy's prediction was a two parter. It was the Braves would re-sign Donaldson for four years and Bumgarner for two years. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was really so happy to see that today. Man, I tell you. <laughs> Where did Bumgarner go? Was he a Diamondback? Diamondback, yes. yeah. yeah. And did and not really not shot. really good. No. <laughs> Nor did Donaldson. I'm glad I was wrong. I'm glad we were all wrong. Yeah, seriously. Uh, no, right if Bryce Wilson, Bryce Wilson wasn't here. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so guys, I will start. My offseason shot in the dark is that Kyle Wright gets traded. Interesting. Why do you hate the uh, Braves, Steve? Is it because you're at show 500 now? Their true colors come out. I'm pulling my, I'm pulling the mask off and showing <laughs> colors exactly. Your, your Phillies so, jerseys on. <laughs> so, Ham, you, you, your shot in the dark is that they signed Puig in the offseason. Yes, it's 
good. Curtis, how about you? Um, I wrote down that they signed four free agents, a closer, another starter, and a couple of offensive pieces. Yeah. All free agents or just through trades to just acquire for all free agents. Wow. That they they have seen the promised land and now they commit some money. I mean, Melanson and Green are free agents. Darren O'Day, um, if they don't sign him to his three and a half million team option, will be gone as well. I mean, yeah, there's some some Chris Martin to do. Chris Martin's still here. You know, Minter's still here. I was thinking Martin was a was a guy that could opt out or something like that. And Will Smith, I, I just don't know that they saw this year that they can trust Will Smith with the closers job. Well, and but I mean, look, you know, he had such a weird off season and then COVID, and I, I expect that Will Smith will be more the Will Smith we expect next year. That was a bad sentence. You know what I mean? Like the Will Smith sure. we thought we signed, and the closer market is not great. It's like. Um, What's this trining? Yeah, there's not a lot of guys that are sort of out there. Yeah, well, you know, Luke Jackson needs somewhere to go. Not just yeah, sorry. Um, crickets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you well, sign Melanson, you go hard after Melanson. Uh, it really depends on what the market is, you know, and the the off season is going to be so interesting and weird, not just for the Braves, but of course the Braves, but just in general, like what is, what is next year look like going to be down? You know, I mean, yeah, it's all, the market will be so suppressed. Um, it really be interesting. I mean, a couple of guys will get big money and then I think it's really going to be bargains out there. It's just interesting. I mean, Bauer will get his money, you know, and it'll be one of the same teams. I mean, it'll be the Phillies or the Nationals or the Cubs or somebody like that. Some big money team that will give him a four-year, five-year contract for $200 bucks or something like that, you know? And are the Phillies really going to get let Real Muto walk? That would really be something. Yeah. Um, After giving up an ace. Yeah, exactly. They can't um, let him walk. They, but, but, they can't. I mean, and, and of course, the GM is gone. And so there's a new regime coming in. Um, yeah, it, it really, it's going to be a fascinating offseason. Um, I mean, right, don't so you guys, think, sorry, one last no, question ahead. for both of you guys. Don't you think that um, going into this season, the Braves have to be one of the top two or three favorites for the World Series, right? Yeah. Even if it's just sort of minimal moves, like they sign some more one-year deals. I mean, you got to figure there's way too much in-house young top-tier talent for them. Well, not right, to and with with Soroka expected back, I, look, I think that I think that <clears throat> what that bat is to protect Freddie, that that will that will move the needle on you know their World Series odds or whatever. But yes, I think they'll be top three or four team anyway. Totally agree. And the Dodgers, I was looking at the the free agent list. The Dodgers have a ton of guys that Turner. And I mean, I, yeah. And, and Jock Peterson and, and Trinan and, you know, there's, there's quite a few guys that are on their uh, reload, free agent though. list. Reload, yeah, sure. And they, yeah. and they'll get younger and better because they can, they'll, well, and they'll so get dangerous. Bauer. I mean, they probably go get Bauer. Why not? Right. Right. 
All right. So, <laughs> gents, that was the penultimate show. We are back. Number 500. Woo. 500. So, um, we're back next Sunday with the final show. The final, the Atlanta baseball talk series finale. Um, yeah, we'll be back next week. We'll talk about our favorite moments throughout the 14 years and favorite interviews and just sort of reminiscence. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it and dreading it all at the same time. <laughs> We're going to have every guest we've ever had on the show come back for a segment. Seven hour show, baby. That's right. Except for drunk Frank Wren. He's what? been banned. You know, he's been banned. No, did you not Steve see said, the memo that he's banned? Yeah, he's banned. Oh. Hmm. Despite the two people on Twitter who asked for him to come back. Yeah, sorry, folks. <laughs> all right. Remember. You can find the show on Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Spotify. You can always find us at AtlantaBaseballTalk.com. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at ATL Baseball Talk and to like us on Facebook. Thanks again for listening, and go Braves! Thanks for listening to Atlanta Baseball Talk, your weekly podcast for all things Atlanta Braves. To find new shows, to post in our forum, or to send a comment, please visit us at AtlantaBaseballTalk.com. Had to admit the problem.